ladies and gentlemen, it's time to game. I'm your host, Christopher Norris, and I'll be leading you through the history of gaming from its inception all the way through to current day. We're on a roll and heading into the 70s now. Edutainment games, both educational and entertainment, would be used more broadly in schools, although a lack of computers and sufficient technology hampered their use. Several women would also become prominent in the 1970s. For example, in Atari, Donna Bailey would be the first female programmer of an arcade game, creating Centipede in collaboration excuse me, with Ed Logg, which would eventually be released in 1980. Donna's time in the coin-op division overlapped Carol Shaw's work in the cart division within Atari. Carol was hired as the first female programmer in Atari in 1978, and completed her first game that year, 3D Tic-Tac-Toe. The box art illustrations for this would be created by Susan Jekyll in collaboration with Ed G uh, Rick Guidis. Don't know where I got Ed from. There is a woman who entered into the game development space some two years before Carol Shaw's successes, Joyce Weisbecker. Joyce worked as potentially the first independent video game developer under contract with RCA in 1976. Honestly, Joyce's story is a fascinating read, and I recommend looking it up when you have a chance. 1970. Scientific American published the rules for the game called Life in Martin Gardner's Mathematical Games column. In this simulation, isolated or overcrowded cells die, while other cells live and reproduce. Hackers rushed to implement it on their computers and watched patterns emerge and change. That is to say, hackers rushed to get a screensaver beats the pipes and flying windows screensavers any day. 1971. Minnesota college students Don Rauch and Bill Heinemann and Paul Dillenberger created the now infamous, or rather famous, Oregon Trail, a simulation of Pioneer's Westward Trek. Originally played on a single teletype machine, Rauch later brought the game to the Minnesota Educational Computer Consortium, MECC, which distributed it nationally. To briefly explain a teletype machine, it was essentially an early input-output device for mainframe computers. It resembled a typewriter set into a desk, effectively. In the same year, the tactical combat game Star Trek was created by Mike Mayfield. This may in fact be the first Star Trek video game ever created. 1972, Nolan Bushnell and Al Alcorn of Atari developed an arcade table tennis game. When they tested it in Andy Capp's tavern in Sunnyvale, California, it stopped working. Why, you might ask? People had played it so much, it jammed with quarters. The arcade legend Pong was born. The same year, the first general computing magazine, Creative Computing, was launched. 1973. David Al published 101 basic computer games, letting gamers become an ancient Sumerian king in HMRABI. Find creatures hiding in a grid in Mugwump, M-U-G-W-M-P, and combat the North versus the South in Civil W. Namco also partnered with Atari to import Pong into Japan, leading to a surge in Pong clones that would appear over the next two years. 1974, a full two decades before Doom, Maze Wars introduced the first-person shooter genre by taking players into a labyrinth of passages made from wireframe graphics. I wonder if Civi 11 or AVGN will ever cover this. Let me know, Civi. 1975, Atari introduced its home version of Pong. Atari's founder, Nolan Bushnell, 
Couldn't find any partners in the toy business, so ended up selling the units first through the Sears Roebuck Sporting Goods Department. During this year, William Crowther released the pioneering text-based game Adventure, inspired by his passion for caving and combined with concepts with D&D. 1976, Don Woods released his version of Adventure, emphasising high fantasy in a style similar to J.R.R. Tolkien, and building a genre based on exploration and inventory-based puzzle-solving. It paved the way for Zork and countless more role-playing games. And considering the inventory-based puzzle-solving, a lot of point-and-click games in the future as well. 1977, Atari released the Video Computer System, commonly known as the Atari 2600. It came with a joystick, swappable cartridges, colour games and switches for selecting and setting difficulty levels. It brought video games to the homes of millions of Americans. 1978, Taito's Space Invaders was released in Japan, causing a shortage of 100 yen coins. Within the year, Americans across the US spent millions of quarters defeating countless ranks of aliens. This also led to what would be considered as the golden age of arcade games from 1978 to 1982. During this period, several influential titles were released by Atari, Namco, Taito, Williams, and Nintendo. Asteroids and Galaxian in 1979, Pac-Man in 1980, and Defender and Missile Command in 1981. 1979, Toymaker Mattel supplemented its handheld electronic games with its new console, the Intellivision. The console had better graphics and better controls than the Atari 2600, and players loved the sports games that were available. Three million units were sold in total. Nevertheless, that rounds up the 1970s. Thank you for joining me. I've been Christopher Norris, and this is Time to Game. If you've enjoyed listening and want to catch the next episode, why not consider subscribing? If you want to see what else I'm up to, social media links are in the description. See you soon.